You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Dream Design Podcast, coming to you live today from gorgeous Daytona Beach, you guys. The weather is amazing. The ocean is to die for, and I am so excited to be here. But that being said, I am just as excited for my guest today. You guys, I am telling you, when I first heard this gentleman speak, it was it was really life affirming for me. I don't want to say life changing because I feel like that is just such a like used up terminology. Life affirming. He is amazing. You are absolutely going to love him. I will be right back with Jason Freeman right after this. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me. Oh, my goodness. My guest today, I'm telling you guys, just wait till you meet this incredible, incredible guy. He has so much energy and so much passion in him, and he is going to, no, I'm going to say it. I'm going to guarantee you that he is going to inspire you today, guys. Welcome the incredible Jason Freeman. Hello, Jason. Hello. So amazing to be here. I love your intro. I was like, wow, I want to watch the show. (laughs) I'm so glad. Well, you are the show today, right? Yeah, yeah, that's even better. So, okay, so I didn't, usually I tell people who someone is, but because what you do is so powerful, I would love it if you would explain to everybody, what is it that you call yourself and what does that mean? So so I I call call myself an imperfect best professional speaker and and it it all all stems from... um, misunderstanding myself and my life story. So, um, so just turning the silence on. So, so we, we all have challenges in this life. They, they come up, they just do. And I, I wanted to get going right away with my challenges. So I decided to come out a few weeks early and, Surprise my folks in the middle of the night. Surprise! <laughs> and way away, I, I knew it wasn't quite the best plan because this oxygen that had been flowing to me since I been, had begun growing and my mom suddenly stopped. It became kink. And 
Luckily, my parents have like their heads and got us to the emergency room in time. But in the process, I lost some oxygen. Hence this beautiful speech impediment you, you hear now. And I say I misunderstood myself for years, for most of my life, actually. Be, because I thought this thing that, that I have was a curse, was a detriment, was something that people wouldn't want. But actually, it's just the the opposite. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, totally. It's what makes you you. It's 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 how you show up in the world. So, I mean, it's going to sound ridiculous and patronizing, but there's so much eloquence in the way that you speak because of the fact that you have a speech impediment, right? Like, it's like, I want to hear more. I, I, I'm drawn in to what you have to say because I have to take a couple of extra seconds to process it. With most people, when they talk, it's like they're five paragraphs in and you're like, I, I don't even really know what they said in the first paragraph. But with you, it's like you get to like hang on every tender morsel. And I think that's actually really awesome. It really causes me to really think about what you say. You, you can call, Amy Lee, you can call my life, my voice eloquent. Just keep calling it eloquent. I, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. No, absolutely. For me, who has ADD, who's constantly like looking in so many different directions and, and you know, trying to process so much information, it helps me so much. It's like, it's like putting blinders on my attention span. It's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I love it. So you can come talk to me anytime. But that uh, being said, tell me more about what, so when you decided to embrace this about yourself and have this be kind of part of your brand, how did you go about turning that into a business? I, I wish I could say it was like one magical moment where the sky opened and I suddenly, and, and the divine said, wow, your, your speech is amazing, use it. But actually, it's it's been a process, and, and that's so what I, I teach, um, that, that we can, I mean, that we can move from anywhere we are to where we want to go by, 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 pra by practicing. Well, um what what the 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 go go we want um and so but so there's a whole bunch of stories of practicing different things but but there was one moment that changed my life and that was sitting in a friend was dropping me off, Ina Lucas, and and I was lamenting my voice or something like that. I was saying, if only I didn't have this, I could do this. And, and she's like, no, Jason, your voice is a gift. And I, I'm like, what, what, what? No, the thing I, I dislike has... And have spent so much energy into bowing with as a gift. What? 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 
and that and um that kind of changed me from going south of my life to going north north of my life. I love that. And I never really thought of, you know, those cardinal directions as being, you know, good and bad. But when you put it like that, it, it makes a lot of sense, right? North is like in, in the direction of your dreams and then south is somewhere else that we don't want to go. <laughs> I mean, I, I just arbitrarily chose, chose those directions. It, it just all relates to where do you want to go in life? And are you going in that direction or are you going off into the weeds of, of something you're not going to enjoy and something that's going to keep bringing you down? And and for most of my life, I was like wandering around and getting lost, and so you was miserable. Sorry, your so your whole concept you have created is about being imperfectly perfect, right? And so I would love to hear more, kind of, about what that's all about, and and how you inspire that in others. Actually, the words I uh, um do I am imperfect best and imperfect best yes and, and it's it's about choosing really thinking about a best and really owning it. I want to go go. I'm in Kansas and I want to go to New York City. And owning it involves like actually going in that direction and not going off to Alaska or, or San Diego because that's somewhere different, but it's not where you want to go. It's not where you want to to go. And then along the way, um, things aren't going to go exactly right. Life presents us with life and in we're trying something new. We are going to make mistakes. At it. It's it's simple. It's it's funny every time we we make a mistake at something. Or at least I used to be this way. I'm like, oh my gosh, I made a mistake. But actually, of course, of I mean, even when we try our best, we're going to make mistakes and. The choice is, do we learn from the mistakes and move forward, or do we do we quit and, and move off where we don't want to go? And, and maybe we go to Toledo, Ohio, instead of New York City and say, oh, I, I'm glad to be in to Toledo. You can make a good life in Toledo, but you wanted to go to New York City, so... So do do that, do that. And you know, I think you bring up a good point. And, and if I could just add one thing, I think it also has to do with our frame of reference too, because you talk about making mistakes and they're like this big deal, but it's also, it's how you frame it. Because, mm. you know, if you're doing a jigsaw puzzle at the dining room table mm. and you realize that you put mm. a piece in the wrong place that caused a whole section to be wrong, you don't go, oh my God, you know what? I can't even, I can't do puzzles anymore. I am a loser. I'm a loser. I should never do a puzzle again. I I should just, I should just go, go in a, in a hole somewhere. You're like, oh gosh, I messed that up couple extra minutes out of my day, got to go fix this. We look at life's challenges 
as crises. We look at them as problems that are so insurmountable. But what would happen if we looked at them like a jigsaw puzzle? What if we looked at them as challenges instead of crises? And how would that change our ability to look at the ways to problem solve, the ways to reassess what it is we really want in the first place? Because sometimes you think that, you know, oh, this didn't go my way. What a tragedy. And then you're like, oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness that didn't work out because if it had, this would have happened. And I would have been in this situation. Mm. So I think it's really powerful that you look at it and say, you know, this is where I want to go. And this is, this is my beacon. And then I'm going to do everything Mm. I can to get there. And Mm. I might not get there right away, Mm. but I'm going to get there. I have Mm. the perseverance to get there. I already see myself there. And then it's, how I get there that I'm going to kind of, you know, leave it up to source, God, higher power or whatever. Mm. I absolutely love the jigsaw puzzle metaphor you created. And I'll add one thing to that. I mean, not only do we think it's a, a crisis when we put a piece in the wrong place, but we start, start feeling bad about ourselves and saying, I'm not good enough and I can't do jigsaw puzzles. And we we go down this, the talk, the self-talk, chaotic dialogue thing where, where all that happens is you put a piece in the wrong place because you're doing something you've never done before. That's it. That's all. So just, just keep going. I love that. It, yeah, keep going. Right. It, you only fail when you stop. If you mm. continue, nobody ever talks about you know all the times that t- Tesla you know didn't wasn't able to create electricity, or all the times that all the other people that made Elon Musk, all the you know um, inventions he made that that stopped right? Like we don't talk about all that. We just talk about the end result and your legacy is what you create in the end, not all the mistakes you make along the way. That's a quote. Oh my gosh. Your your legacy is what you create in the end, not all the mistakes you make along the way. Oh my gosh. Drop the mic. That's amazing. Yeah. Luckily we have transcripts going. So that'll be a quote that we will put up for for this episode for sure. So when you started to build this as a business, right? Cause obviously, you know, you're a coach now, you're a TED talk speaker, which is, I think you may be, you may be the very first TED talk person I've ever had on the show. So that's- Ted, TEDx talk to get- no, You know what? It has the word TED in it, I'm counting it. <laughs> it's fine. I think you're the first TEDx speaker I've had. How's that? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, um. But that being said, you know, when you created this into a business, what were some of the things that you were like, this has to be present in my business? And what were some things that you were like, nope, there's no way I'm going to have that. Like, could you elaborate on that a little bit just in terms of like the work, you know, the, the work you were doing and kind of what, well, I won't over explain. I tend to over explain. So, you know what I mean? You say it. So, so um, I, I have radically different deal breakers today than when I started my business. And luckily I, I persisted in it over, over 12, 12 years. But in the beginning I'm like, oh my gosh, 
I mean, I I love, love speaking and stuff, but I'm in this business because I'm going to make make hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of dollars with, within the first few years, and and then I'll 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 buy I'll literally buy my way out of thinking poorly of my myself, and and I'll be this guy this massive benefactor and. And so that's that was my initial must-have, and and then when when I when that didn't didn't come into my business in the first few years, I I gradually became to develop a purpose-rich business. A purpose which business and my purpose is to get the now after 12 years is to get the imperfect best concept out to billions of people and 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 I'm still working on building my financial creating the financial balance sheets I want and, and that's a work in progress like so many many things are but but so so now to have a business that made a lot of money selling something I didn't believe in will, will be a deal breaker breaker for me. So so now I'm completely on the opposite end of where where I started off this this massive business adventure. <laughs> yeah, because at the end of the day, your legacy is, it's about, you know, what you're taking with you, right? Like, it's about, it's about what, what comes after. You can't take the money with you. You know, you can take your idea, your ideas precede you, right? Like, or pro proceed, I don't know, they go after you, right? Like, yeah, things yeah. that people have said that they're long gone, we still remember that they said them. So I think that's really, really powerful. Yeah, yeah, and and it just feels so so much be better. And and sometimes I I uh, I'm pretty often I slip out of it, and I'm like, why the heck am I not making the money I want to make yet? But now I notice that and can guide my myself back to to acting out my, my purpose, which, as you can see, animates me. But it but doesn't know, necessarily make me taller, but it animates me. <laughs> but you know, I just I just got some, some source download for you, if it's okay that I share with you. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, and, and I think you already know this, but I just wanna say it out loud. So a lot of people look at the money as the beacon, right? Like, mm. I wanna make this money and everything that falls along the way, that's what the universe is gonna provide is how do I make the money? But for you and what you already have realized is that your end purpose, your your legacy, what you're creating, what you're perpetuating, that's the beacon. And the money is one of those things that's gonna come along the way. So it's, it's shifting the perspective of what the focus is and allowing the rest of it to kind of just file in. You don't necessarily want, cause you just said, the money is not the focus because if it was, then you wouldn't mind doing things that were out of integrity to get it because that was your goal. It's not your goal. 
it's one of the stopping off points on the way to your goal. So knowing that, right, that means that the money has to be something that you just kind of leave, you know, you surrender to the universe. Yeah, 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 that rings true. And, 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 and I mean, I'm, I'm changing this on a daily basis, but I've had so, so much resistance over surrendering to, to the universe. It's like, I want to hang on to, to that conversation that I'm not good enough because I'm not making enough money. Right. I wonder if any of your other viewers have uh, encountered that, that conversation, or maybe I'm the only one on earth who does. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but we also, we inadvertently, I mean, we don't, we don't even realize there really is no intrinsic connection between money and work. There isn't. We created that. We created the idea that wealth and abundance are attached to doing but it's not that way for everybody. It's energy, it's currency, it's it's energetic vibration that causes abundance. So we have to divorce ourselves from the idea that it means, you know, nine to five or working harder, or doing more. What it really means is aligning with that vibration. And so for you, when you show up as your Jason e. self, right? Like hilarious and compassionate and empathetic and brilliant. When you do that, you get onto such a high vibration that people just can't help but listen to you and want to buy from you and want to be with you. And that's where that comes from. It doesn't come, you could do one podcast and, you know, say that the audience is 5,000 people and make $200,000 from working for one minute or one, one hour, whatever, one 20 minute segment, right? Yeah, 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 I I speak slowly, so the one minute podcast probably, probably it would need to be a slight, slightly long, at least two and a half minutes. Right. So, so, but then you could also work for twenty hours and make whatever an hour, right? So it stands to reason. So work and time, well, but work doesn't necessarily mean abundance. And so we have to get our heads around that. So you have to think about, and here I am like coaching you on here, sorry, but I, apparently it needed to be said, but you just need to be in your highest vibration, kicking ass, doing what you do. And that in and of itself is going to bring you abundance by virtue of the fact that you're aligning with your soul's purpose. Okay. Okay. And I think a lot of people can... Can we lay 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 to to this? So so then um uh, a way I sabotage myself about this in the past is I would get into a high vibration for a few hours, but then I would be like check my bank account and I'm like, nope, the money's not coming in, doesn't work. But 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 the monetary Terry reflection doesn't necessarily work like that, right? It doesn't. It's not like you get in a high vibration for twenty minutes and make twenty thousand dollars. It's not a one-to-one -one relationship. No, but it's also not. It, it's not a ratio either. You know, like you. 
you manifest what you believe is possible. So if you don't believe it's possible, then it's not possible for you. But the mm -hmm. moment that you open your eyes and genuinely believe that it's possible, then it could happen. Because like I said, say you have a $97 offer and you go on, I'm making this up, you know, um, Amy, uh, what's her name? Amy Porterfield, right? The Amy course. Lee. Amy Lee. Right. You go on a podcast that has 20,000 subscribers and let's say 10,000 of them, you know, or let's be easy. Let's say 100 of them, right, decide to sign up for your $97 offer. That's $100 times 90, sorry, 100 people times 97. Almost 10,000 bucks. Right. That you could think in, in five minutes. And so, but then again, if you, if you were on a podcast and the person had a hundred thousand subscribers and now all of us, you know, and, and a thousand people, same exact amount of time. And how much is that? 10, 20, no, a hundred thousand dollars. I think maybe hundred thousand subscribers times 97. Um, yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. It'd be a lot of money. Right. But there's no difference, right? The only difference is that you decided that, oh, this person has a much bigger audience and that's such a higher power podcast. Or this other person has a smaller audience, but who's to say how much of the audience tunes in and how much of them necessarily resonate? You know what I mean? So you get to decide that. Like energetically, you get to see yourself as the person who has this abundance and then the universe just fills in all of those pages for you. It's when you're like, oh, but you know, it's not gonna, you know, this isn't gonna work because, and I'm talking to the audience, not just you, by the way, but like this, you know, this is my understanding of how these two things are related. So I'm gonna create the rule that this can't happen because this is what I believe. Mm. And so w what you need to do is shift that belief. So in a way, it's back, back to the, the direction thing. If I'm in Kansas and I believe I can only go west to get to New York City, I'm, I'm limiting myself not because New York City is not there, but because I'm going the opposite direction as New York City. Well, think of it like this, and I think I said this to you before, but like, if you know where you're going, and you know you're going to get there, then the universe is going to pull out all the stops to prove to you that you're right, right? Because the universe is the great prover. It has to prove you right. It's never the universe is a great prover. Yeah. I so like it has that. to show you exactly what you say is true. So if you believe that you're going to get here, then the universe has to go out of its way to get you there. The problem is most people don't know where they're going. It's not that they got, they're on their way to New York. It's that they're on their way to money. Well, where does money live? I don't know. I don't know. I just want money. Okay, but where though? Do you want money in social media? Do you want money in a nine to five? Do you want to invent something? Like where does this, you know, like what are you doing? I don't know. Just money. <laughs> money, money. Right? And then, I, like just having money is going to mean something. <laughs> Right, exactly. And so for you, it's like, what lights Jason up? Talking about your book, which we're going to talk about in a second. I'm super excited. Talking about, you know, doing your imperfect best, talking to people who need to hear your message and seeing the way it changes them. All of those things change your vibration. And when you change your vibration, 
right you go higher up on the vibrational nice. scale what ends up happening is that all of a sudden the rest of your life has to meet that vibration and then you're getting phone calls hey i saw you on amy lee westerveld's podcast and i'd love to have you on mine i have half a million subscribers i mean maybe i don't know maybe if you're out there call him he's amazing um, and then all of a sudden it, it happens like that. The difference is whether you believe that it can happen like that, or if you tell the universe, there's no way, there is no way. And the universe goes, your wish is my command, right? Your wish is my command. So, so um, can I go off a li little bit in the yes. direction I had an anticipation? Antis whatever the word is. Anticipated, please do. So, so um, I, I've heard a lot of this for years, but for a long time, my my body physically was had so much stress, like on a physical level, that I would hear these things, but but then these messages were war with the stress and I wouldn't move. So um, I, I did 10 years of yoga and now I'm meditating and doing, doing practices like that have really opened me up so, so the words can flow through my mind into my actions into my vibration much much e e easier like hearing this stuff was torture when i was in such physiological resistance to it because i know that's not true but i i just would keep sabotaging myself does that make sense yeah absolutely and you know it's so good that you brought that up because there is a somatic piece of it that we somatic, try to, that's the word I was, somatic, yeah. Yeah, there is a somatic piece of it that we mm. kind of try to like just, you know, push into the closet. We, we are in a body and the body is connected to the spirit while we're here. And so, you know, you can't move the spirit without the body feeling that. And so you're right, being able to get dominion over this skin suit that you're walking around mm. in is crucial, right? Mm. Mm. I mean, it's like, we think that we're our mind, but we're not. Our mind is a computer inside of this body, right? Our brain, mm. sorry, our mind, mm. we are our mind. Our brain is a computer inside of our body and we can control it. We just have to learn how to do that. And so, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you know, the growth that you've gone on when some people would just be like, oh, well, I'm different. You know, let me be the victim. Let me let me make it all about how I'll never have X, Y, and Z because I'm different. And you never if did. Only that. I hadn't been born with a speech impediment. Right. My life would have been so good. Blah blah blah. I I said that that um excuse me French, but that shit for years and yeah. and it just made me increasingly miserable. Right. It just took your power away. You know, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It took my power away. Yeah, exactly. It was me robbing me of my power. Yeah, because then if, if it's all external, then you can't do anything about it, right? Yeah, it just sucks small like this. And, oh, life yeah. sucks. Exactly. Sheila says the messages are given to the soul. And when we stop listening to the messages, go to the physical octave, hence pain conditions. Yes, exactly. Right. Mm. Exactly. You know, mm. um. I have a story to share that I, I might've shared this with you when you were on Joe's show, but I'm going to share it with you anyway. Um, 
so I have a son. He is going to turn two next month. And he has um, what's called hypotonia. So he has low muscle tone. He can't sit up yet. He can't crawl. He can't really even hold himself up. And he's not, you know, saying words and all this stuff. And I remember when he was first diagnosed and I knew something was wrong. And I hate to use that term. But when I knew something was wrong, I remember thinking to myself, I've got to get him better. I've got to fix him. I've got to, I've got to make him like the other kids, right? Like it's my responsibility to help him become what he is supposed to be. And he's not that. And it's my fault. And then I remembered one day that we were walking out of the grocery store and there was a family and they had a little boy who had Down syndrome. And I remember thinking, you know what? If God sent me a child that had special needs, I, I would take such good care of that child. Like I would be so humbled to be trusted to have a soul like that in my life. And I remembered having that thought and you never wish, like, I hope my kid has special needs, but you know, to be, if, if that child existed, I would take on the mantle of being its mother. Right. And then it occurred to me that that happened, that my son was going to be who he was going to be. He was that person. And I, it was up to me to mother the person that he was, not to change him into what I decided was what he should be. And when I changed that perspective and I looked at Omri as this incredible person who's going to have such an incredible story to tell, however he tells it, you know, whether he ever utters a word, it just made me come back full circle and realize how grateful I was to have him and the way he was in my life, like that I was trusted to be the caretaker of someone that special. So I share that with you just to say that when I first met you, it just brought that all back for me. Like mm-hmm. how incredible of a human being he is and meeting you just solidified that for me even more. And, and you certainly don't have, you know, the, the magnitude of, of issues that he has, but it's, but it reminds you of the resiliency of the human spirit and just how powerful we are to change the people around us by virtue of the things that we had to overcome. The fact that you overcame is so inspirational on a spiritual level, Jason, like people are going to watch this and just under like, Oh my gosh, this man is is a testament to the human spirit and 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 to the collective might of consciousness. And so I, I just had to share with you, I don't I, I don't think I really explained that well when we spoke privately, like what a gift you are. So 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 I I I'm getting good goosebumps. Amy Lee, you have such a colossally huge mission on on this planet. I mean, you could go around the world for the rest of your life, saying saying what you just said said to me and in in tra- transforming transforming lives. I mean, I know that just once aspect of your toolbox of what you have to share but that gave me so many goosebumps because not not only did you notice you were trying to 
We make your son as your thought he should be, but you were also noticed you were taking on a colossal amount of guilt and pain yourself and, and constructing your energy because of what you thought should be. And but when, once you thought, wow, I, I've been... I, I've been given a, a gift, and I can mother the this gift into who he, all he can be as is Amr. How do you say his name? Amri. Amri. Um. Once you thought that you you not only feed him to grow into himself, but you feed yourself and free your energy to grow into who you want to be and not not be shackled by some guilt or what, what, whatever heavy emotions could could come with years of think going down that path. Yeah, absolutely. And and you just helped me reaffirm that even more. So thank you for that. And and that will conclude the the the, the sappy eyed Amy Lee part of this podcast. <laughs> but but we're we'll not we'll we'll go, going to make a point where we know that that's not not sappy at all. That what you just said is like a core of human empowerment. Like we each are unique, and we can e either try to make each other into some image of what we think of each other should be uh, or we can 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 amplify our uniqueness and our waves our vibration higher and higher you got me doing this Amy Lee thank you <laughs> this goes good. yeah this is where the vibes oh. are right way up here <laughs> so we've been alluding to the fact that you have a book and from what you said I think you can actually get the book on the website. So I want to hear more about your book. Tell people why they need to read it. Um, and then we can show them where to find you and all that good stuff. So, so the, the book is conveniently right here. I wonder if that was planned or not. Um, but anyway, it's awkwardly awesome embracing my imp imperfect best and and, and no, I haven't won the Olympics for a track. It's just a metaphor. Um, but but the the book came about because I was hearing all these the, these great, great things like be be positive and all these nuggets. But but like I said, I didn't know how to apply apply them, and I. I think a lot of other people may have that, that frustration. So I wanted to give a a book telling a story of actually going on a journey towards figuring some of this stuff out. And that's my story. But at the end of each chapter, I have questions for for the reader to encourage them on that, that journey. So... So it's it's an interactive thing. It's almost like we're having a conversation, except I'm not there. But 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 I mean I am there because I am in the book. But 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 
I'm more here, but but you know what I mean. Okay. I know. I'm like, nobody's like, but I'm not there. I'm like, but are you? Are there little eyes in that book that go to like cameras all over here? The back of his office is all these like little like people in a book, and you can see them all looking because there's cameras in the in the book. <laughs> I am there. Okay, cool. So tell us. So the great thing is the yeah. book is free on on the website and it's interactive on the website. And yeah, yeah, well, you do that, but. Yeah. And there you go. That's where. Oh wait, hold on. Right. Oh, cool. That's where you can go to get the book. Wait, my fingers aren't doing it at the same time. Okay, right. That. Okay, there we go. That's where you can go to get his book um, on his website. He also has links for like if people want to get him on your podcast. Um, I know he really is a rock star, Sheila. He totally is. But if you want to have, you know, appearances, he does coaching. He does all kinds of amazing oh, things. Oh, hire me as, as a as a speaker. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm Keynote speaking. Um, heck yes, absolutely. Big big stages, small yeah. stages. Yeah, like um, if you have a blimp and you're suspending it over the ocean and you got like a hang glider thing, like and you get a microphone, he could do that. He can like. Yeah, I, I I don't know that sounds kind of, <laughs> that sounds kind of scary to me, but but even then, call me and and we'll negotiate on the blimp thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Jason, you are such a breath of fresh air. Does anybody have any questions for him? I mean, I feel like I kind of hogged all the time, but if you have questions, I will give you a moment to ask Jason your questions. As you guys know, he is in my group, um, which is called Dream Building Entrepreneurs. So if you want, we'll make an after party thread in there where you guys can chat with him, ask any questions. You don't want your mom to see you ask, right? Like this is public. Um, and so, um, if you guys have any questions, feel free to drop those now. Otherwise, I am going to go ahead and let him go. Yes, it was an awesome live Facebook user. Thank you so much for saying that because he's amazing. Ben, yes. Thanks, Facebook user. You are amazing, Facebook user. <laughs> and guys, if you don't want it to say that anymore when you go live, when, you, when you're on here, just give StreamYard permission to have your name. They they don't sell it or anything. It's just that they make it so you can see it on the on the um on the feed. So yeah, okay, no questions. Um, you guys can ask your questions later. Jason, thank you so much for being here. It has been a pleasure and a half. Thank you so much for coming on the show and hanging out with me and making me laugh and making me cry and all of those um, incredible emotions in between from the low to the high, but mostly. So. And th thanks, Amy Lee, for, for making me part of a day where you're at Daytona and literally looking out your window at the ocean. So yeah, it, you kind so of hear I it. bet you'll go outside pretty soon now. Yeah, maybe. It looks like it might get a little bit stormy here for a minute. Um, so I have some work to do. As I was telling you before we went live, I love me some work. So cool. Well, have fun loving you some work. <laughs> but let's let's catch up soon. I know, I know, right? Jealous. But let's catch up soon. And guys, please make sure that you get over there and um, get his book. 
sign up for his newsletter, get him on your show. If you have a show and you're not, and you're watching this and you don't have him on, you are missing a huge opportunity. So make sure that you do that. So that yeah. being said, thank you so much, Jason, for being here. Thank you. It's, it's been an honor and really, really fun. So thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> so that'll do it for this week's episode of the Dream Design Podcast. I told you he was amazing, you guys, but you didn't believe me. Well, next time I tell you someone's amazing, hopefully you'll believe me. But that'll do it for us. Tune in next week when we have another great guest, hopefully as awesome as Jason, but I don't know. So whoever's out there, uh, you've got big shoes to fill. But that being said, come on back and join us in Dream Building Entrepreneurs. We would love to have you. Until then, may you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. And may you be at peace. Namaste. Namaste.